Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of We Watch Shudder. Uh, my name is JD. Who's here with me? It's Michelle. It's Michelle, and it's JD. It's We Watch Shudder. One of these days we need to get, uh, like, I, don't get me wrong, uh, I appreciate that the folks at Shudder have yet to send us a cease and desist over using uh, a little bit of their... Uh, official composed by John Carpenter theme music at the beginning of this. But one of these days we should think about getting our own theme music. Michelle, what do you think about that? What I think is that I would like you to get my fucking catchphrase right every once in a while. I made myself a personalized shirt that says, Michelle, it's always Michelle, and I'm coming out of a grave. And it's been months. <laughs> That's what I think. But yeah, no, individual uh, theme music would be, would be sweet. Do we have any friends who compose music? We do. Do we want to pay them and support them? No. No, we, we definitely don't. We we, <laughs> we hate supporting things. We don't ever sponsor anything. We don't encourage people to do stuff ever. So anyway, uh, <laughs> if you, it's your first time tuning in to We Watch Shudder, first of all, thank you for checking out the show. Uh, and what we do is right there in the name. Uh, we Watch Shudder. Shudder is a streaming service for like horror movies and weird uh, horror-adjacent stuff is, is what we call it. Uh, and it's an awesome service. It's like six bucks a month, and so at that price, you find one movie in a whole month that you enjoy, and it, it's worth the whole thing. And we love horror movies, and they have a lot of good ones. Is that about how the the, the long and short of it, Michelle? Yeah. Although sometimes I question whether I really do like horror movies at all. That's the only part. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, sure I have sometimes. that every now and then. It's like if we go on a stretch <laughs> where there's like several of them in a row that aren't really for me. Uh, I, I start to wonder, I'm like, man, do I, do I even, do I even like horror movies? But obviously, I mean, we made a whole podcast about them. So clearly, uh, I, I guess I don't know how that actually proves anything. Maybe it, it proves that we hate horror movies. I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about, uh, uh, we talk about exclusive and original releases from Shudder every now and then we throw out some bonus content as well. Uh, but we do have, uh, a new, is it a, an, it's a Shudder exclusive, uh, this week and it's called Consecration directed by Christopher Smith starring Jenna Malone and Danny Houston. Consecration is the movie we're talking about. Michelle, uh, do you want to read the description of Consecration from the Shutter website this week? For once, I do want to read it. I know, right? Website. What the? It's I. It may uh, you suggested earlier, in fact, that mm -hmm. maybe they're actually listening and paying attention to our our feedback, and and they were like, you know what, JD and Michelle are right. These things are too long. They are too spoilery. This is a good one. Let them have it, Michelle. Sweet. Here from the Shutter website. <clears throat> After her brother dies under strange circumstances, Grace travels to the Mount Savior convent for answers. Once there, she uncovers murder, sacrilege, and a shocking truth about her past. A Shudder exclusive. Dun, dun, dun. Consecration. <laughs> Michelle, what did you know about this movie before we watched it today? I knew that the poster looked really cool, and I knew it had Jenna Malone. The end. That's that all I knew. I knew yeah, minimal. Yeah, that's, that's about the extent of it for me as well. Uh, it, guys, look, I'm just going to address it. If it seems like there's a weird energy here tonight, uh, I've had 
a very long week at work, and uh, I am on uh, my, uh, I don't even want to tell you how many 16-ounce Monster Energy drinks uh, for the day, and I'm uh, ready as soon as we're done with this, and it goes up to collapse into a pile of goo on my bed and maybe not wake up until I go back to work on Monday. Uh, JD is... I'm just, I'm, I'm, Michelle, maybe you should take the reins here. What do we do next? I'm kind of a space cadet right now. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay. Uh, well, I, I will am, take the reins. I am, I, I am like right at the edge of caffeine fried. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a feeling that I know how you feel about this movie. So I'm going to give you my rating about this movie. Oh, yeah. Spoiler um, free spoiler thoughts. Free. That's what we, that's what yeah. we start with. The spoiler free thoughts. <laughs> Man, it's like we oh haven't done this 105 times before. Holy shit, this is going to be a good one. <laughs> Any hoozle. <laughs> um, okay, so spoiler-free thoughts. Uh, I really enjoyed the last half hour of this. I wish that there had been more of the last half hour in the first hour of this. Um, the first hour felt very Shutter Islandy, less than it did horror. It was kind of like a thriller, mystery, drama type thing. I thought it had some uh, beautiful use of the environment, some great sh- uh, scenes in Scotland, and um, but it just it it made me sleepy, and I don't want that in my horror movie. It was it was kind of relaxing, and I was interested in the story but it it felt like it kind of wandered here and there the flashbacks didn't seem as cohesive as I wish they had um and then the last half hour just loved loved the ending love how this all came together so it's hard to say here's a solid number about how I felt about it because the end would definitely be in four and higher territory the rest of the movie it didn't do enough to make it as a whole a four plus movie i'm gonna go with a three for this one three skulls from michelle on consecration now before i get into my spoiler free thoughts michelle there is a thing you said uh, right up at the beginning there that i feel like is the kind of slogan that could become a t-shirt uh because it's (laughs) something that not only is just a hilarious collection of words to me but is also a thought that i immediately (laughs) recognized and was like yeah i feel that all the fucking time and what you said was i wish there was more of the last half hour in the first hour (laughs) and i (laughs) fucking love that phrase uh because uh i i completely agree with you on that front now you also said make and break on the end so much they just change it up so i wish there was more of the last half hour (laughs) in the first hour i love that copywritten (laughs) michelle awesome my next Uh, t-shirt that i also can't wear because we'll never say that phrase again (laughs) (laughs) um you did, however, say that you think you have a good feeling as to how I, I feel about this movie, uh, perhaps from some small comments that I made before we went on the air. How do you think I feel about this movie? Well, I felt very tired at times in the first part of the movie, and we have all heard the energy that you have right now, so I think that this movie bored you and made you more sleepy, and I also know that you have a thing for religious movies where they can be very, very love or hate for you, and the fact that this is 
a religious movie, I think, uh, added to the dislike of it. I'm guessing you are in the two territory. Yeah, two is exactly where I come down on this one. Uh, uh, um, I figured and, and, you out at this point. Right, it took well, a year, and, but I got it. <laughs> this is definitely one where, I'll be honest with you, and we'll talk about more about why in the spoilery section, uh, the, the religious element, I was concerned about that coming into this too. I was like, you know, is this going to be more of like a St. Maud type thing where they're, they're playing with the ideas of religion and the way it impacts uh, uh, people and, and it has effects on them versus like the idea of a specific religious uh, mythology. I'm just going to use the term. I don't care if you like it uh, uh, being uh, the reality of the situation. But we'll talk more about that. That that whole element uh, didn't bother me uh, because uh, also there are other things at play here that I don't want to give away uh, until the spoiler-free section that kind of balanced that whole thing out for me. Um, mostly, though, I agree with you. This was just... There's not even anything about it that I particularly disliked. It just never hooked me at all. Like, it's the first hour is very plodding, uh, is very slow. Uh, I thought uh, the story was very predictable, which we all know in itself is not necessarily a bad thing. But here I saw, like, I definitely felt like this was a movie that wanted to surprise you with some things. And I feel like I saw all of those surprises coming. Uh, but, uh, so yeah, I, I didn't hate it. Obviously, uh, a lot of people are digging it. It's got a four out of five aggregate uh, rating right now on shutter, but this is just one of those classic, uh, examples of just not for me. Uh, this was two skull, uh, uh, for, uh, good element. It's, it's well made. It is really, really well made. And as you mentioned, there are things in the third act that I really appreciated. Awesome. So two and three gives us a two and a half, five skull, two and a half skull out of five skull average. There we go. I'm learning to math. I am not learning to talk. <laughs> um, with that said, I think that we have kind of drugged this on long enough. We should get into spoiler Absolutely. territory. Yeah. If so you, if you, uh, you want to check out this movie. Okay. Yeah, you do oh. this part. Okay, can do. If you want to check out this movie, I think it's at least uh, watching. Neither of us hated it vehemently. Um, you might enjoy it. There is some beautiful imagery. There are some interesting things to the story. I think even if you ultimately don't wind up watching it, it or enjoying it, it is worth watching once, getting your own opinion. Yeah. You're not going to feel like you wasted a lot of time and could have been doing right. something else. This is yeah, worth also, watching uh, once, even if you're kind of meh about it. Also, plus side, it's uh, it's ninety one minutes with the credits, so you're gonna, <laughs> you, you know, you, this one's gonna wrap up in about eighty six for you. You know, that's uh, uh, I mean, that's not. A, I I appreciate that element of it as well, but. <laughs> If you don't want, if it's uh, under any... ninety minutes, we always recommend it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you don't want any spoilers, hit that pause button right about now. All no. right. Did you come back? Should I hope I you do came a... back. What did What did you think of consecration? Call us. Uh, wait, we don't have a call in, and this isn't live. This is not. Michelle, uh, this is the part normally where. Do you want the where... story? summary <laughs> yeah i was gonna say this is the part yeah. where you kind of summarize the the movie for people who didn't go watch it tell them what happens in consecration mm -hmm. and i i'm gonna try really hard to center myself and get through this like a god dang professional okay 
the the problem right now is that we have different energies because you are drinking monster energy drinks i just learned and i am a red bull person red bull gives you wings and if you were drinking red bull right now you would be fluttering all over the place which i think would be hilarious you would like full, little butterfly wings. full honest disclosure I, I guess it's not technically a monster energy drink what it is is a gridlock uh, which is Aldi's house brand just repackaged Monster Energy drink, made by the same people in the same place, just put in a different. It's anyway. Um, but I didn't know if Does people give would you know Gridlock or not. No, it doesn't. It's twice as nice. Okay, well that's the problem. It's too nice, and sleeping is nice, so that's why it's making you sleepy instead of energetic. You need to get some fucking wings. Oh, add no, some energy to your life. It's 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 giving me uh energy. The problem is I've been drinking so many of them that I'm becoming immune, and <laughs> we're just right at that edge. So Michelle, let's stop talking about okay, why I'm weird story. tonight. Tell these people okay, about the perfect. movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Jenna Malone is named Grace and she's an ophthalmologist and uh, she gets a call that her brother who was a priest has died at a convent and then she goes and they say that it was a suicide and she goes, nah, it was a murder. I'm going to investigate. And then there's a lot of investigation and there's some weird nuns. One of them only has one eye and one of them likes to say peekaboo and is a very weird weird person who I never want to be alone in a room with. Why does she keep doing that? She just keeps peekabooing all over the place. You're a goddamn adult. Knock it off. I'm also a goddamn adult and a fucking doctor. Stop peekabooing me. Anyway, that nun, the creepiest part of this movie was just that, <laughs> that woman standing over her going peekaboo all the time. Um, but then uh, some shit happens and then Jenna, it turns out that she's the Antichrist or the devil? I think she's the devil because they call her the fallen angel. And she gets locked in a tomb. But then she's not in the tomb anymore. And then the thing that I like is that it does this flashback through time where all the weird things that have happened in the movie, it was her. But she was invisible. And so she's like breaking the one-eyed nun's arm off. And she's like stabbing the priest with a cross in a way that did not generate a squelching subtitle something that I'm a little bit bitter about because it would have been perfect um, and then she uh, makes it look like she killed herself or something I got a little bit confused in how that happened with the jumping off the cliff thing but then she's still alive and uh, they're like oh man she's gonna end the world and Jenna's like no I just want to fix eyes the end <laughs> I just want to <laughs> fix eyes. The yeah. end. Yeah, that's uh, I, I I feel like that was a pretty uh, uh a pretty accurate and and detailed uh summary of the story. Um, <laughs> that was detailed and accurate. No, I want to fix eyes. Did I jump off a cliff? Did I not? <laughs> Who knows? Not me, Jenna Malone. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, I'm not even sure really where to start with this. So we we talked about how. Uh, yeah, like uh, uh, religious movies, especially Christian religious movies, are always kind of a, a crapshoot for me. Um, I think why this one worked for me, uh, uh, or I, I guess at least I wasn't as put off by that as I am by other films, is what I really appreciate is, is the uh, the sort of... This does the same thing that a movie we talked about uh, at the end of the year uh, that actually came out 
at the beginning of 2022 called uh, The Last Thing Mary Saw. It reminds me of that because it, it introduces what we assume is a very traditional uh, Christian Catholic uh, uh, religious uh, order here. Uh, but then we learn very quickly that this is one of those, oh, they've been isolated for a while uh, in this area and they go back a long time and it's one of those kind of hybrid Christian pagan cult things uh, in, 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 in weird ways. Um, and, uh, uh, and there's some, some kind of witchy stuff here going on here, uh, that I, I, I really appreciated and, and I, I kind of liked the play of those elements against each other. I liked the idea of that. Um, I, uh, it, this movie was just, frankly, it felt like it, it's only 90 minutes long, but I, 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 when I looked at the clock the first time, I thought maybe I had 10 minutes left and there was a half an hour left. The first hour is unfortunately paced, is the only way I can say it. It's so, it takes so long and it's so droll about setting up what we get to that uh, uh, by the time we get to it, I was already checked out. What do you think? There were a lot of strange, we'll say, scenes where I was like, why did you put this in here? The one that uh, stands out the most for me is the discussion between, I don't know, the priest and the head nun lady. I've forgotten both of their names, but where they're like Father yelling Romero at each other in and, Latin. Uh, Mother Superior. Dear God, how do you know these? I guess Mother Superior is one that should have well, clicked. That's pretty easy. No, I, I, late, I remember right? Father, <laughs> I, I just remember Father Romero because, I mean, Romero, right? George. George A. Romero, yeah. It was George A. Romero the whole time. That's the twist at the end of this movie. Um, But them yelling at each other in Latin, I was like, why are we getting from their perspective what is going on suddenly? Why are we getting this look that gives us more information than what Grace has? This is kind of mm -hmm. odd. Um, And there were a lot of things like that kind of thrown in here of like, why is this scene included? And then it turns out that's Scene and other scenes are included because at the end when she does her little walk through time kind of thing because then we see her affecting those those scenes and I was like oh okay that's cool could you have done that with a different scene though um and it it was just oddly paced like you said mm -hmm. the the flashbacks to her childhood were mm -hmm. kind of the most interesting parts but then when it turns back to the like the modern days and the current time um happening i just i i was like this is it feels formulaic like we've seen this and like you said you compared it to saint mod i would also compare it to like uh oh Shutter no not, Island not was saint one that Maude, I said. the last thing mary saw Oh, yes. Last that too. Yeah. You mentioned St. Maude at the beginning as like yeah. what it might potentially be, which I did see similarities because it was also kind of like a quiet religious movie. So it reminded me of that. Although <laughs> I know you love St. Maude and you would hate well, to have I it compared to this movie. film. So I will retract that statement. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it just reminded me of other things we've seen of kind of these uh, these slow uncovering what happened. Mm -hmm. There was a death at a religious place kind of thing um, or the exorcism of Emily. Emily Rose was one that I thought of a lot, but okay. Exorcism of Emily Rose had huge horror moments packed in there that it didn't feel as plotting as this did. Um, 
One thing I do want to say uh, is that this was written and directed by Christopher Smith. And right before we started recording, I went to see what else Christopher Smith has done. He also wrote and directed Triangle from 2009, which is kind of a lesser known film. Um, It is one that I point a lot of friends to if they say they want you know, something interesting that they haven't seen before. And knowing what happens in Triangle and then what happens in this movie, I see why I liked the half hour of this movie so much. Triangle does a really good job of wrapping up this nice little bow of everything happening to the point where Triangle would be a five skull movie for me on select days. It is very flawed. It is 2009. The effects do not hold up very well, but I love that movie so much. And if you've seen Triangle, you would understand the last half hour of this movie. If you like that last half hour of this movie, check out Christopher Smith's Triangle because, oh my God, I love that movie. Okay. Have you seen so, Triangle? Uh, uh, I have not. I, I haven't seen anything else oh, that uh, that uh, Christopher Smith did. Uh, I, I, I went and looked. Uh, for a moment, I thought I did because he made a movie called Creep. Uh, but it's not the creep from 2014 with Mark Duplass. It's a completely different creep, uh, and that was the only hope. No, this is the first movie I have seen of his. Um, let me ask you some questions here, Michelle, and see if your experience of this was a similar. Like, first of all, you do mention that you know they they start to do some of the. It's a very whodunit kind of what's going on here. Uh, watching the layers peel back kind of movie for a while. Uh, did you? get the impression for a while that Father Romero and the Mother Superior uh, were not on the same side at all. Uh, it, yes. Like It definitely felt to me like they were very opposed for a while, and that shift into realizing that they're all part of the, the same team was so odd to me. I agree. I, I completely thought because of that, that thing where they're like yelling at each other in Latin, they really established these two are on opposing sides. And here's your peek behind the curtain that they vehemently disagree about how this situation is being treated. So when they're kind of on the same side, it's like, like when did that? What? How yeah, did that I, happen? I, I, I do find myself wondering, like, like if there's maybe just something I missed because of of, of not being really fully engaged by the 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 kind of uh droll pacing of, of the first hour um i don't know like i guess the only thing i can think is is uh there uh, it seems like the mother superior was more uh openly interested in just killing uh grace and whatever she is whereas father romero seemed like like he wanted to bring and i don't know why but he wanted to bring the relic back and 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 secure it uh, again. I don't. I, I I didn't really follow exactly a lot of those details, um, but yeah, I, uh, I I found a lot of that dynamic really sort of. Uh, I don't know. The shifts were very awkward and and didn't make a lot of sense. Uh, and then just like out of nowhere, we get this flashback where her dad kills her mom, uh, and then. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah, it was it was just very awkwardly paced. Um, let's talk about that last half hour though, and and once shit really kicks into gear, uh, especially what I'd like to talk about is how long before they tell us that Grace is the relic. Did you already know that Grace was the relic? 
I would say with great certainty, it was her conversation with her father where he said she brought her back. Or okay. brought him back. Okay. Uh, uh, so that is with certainty. I knew at that point, but it's clearly hinted. I don't know if it was fully given away for me up until that point. And I, I think that was supposed to be around the time of the reveal. So it didn't feel like I was in on it too early. Uh, I, I, I guess I can't say that I 100% knew that Grace was the relic. Uh, but my first inkling uh, that there was some connection to something like is they uh, okay. So the the little girl in the mask is fantastic. That mask is so simple but creepy as fuck. Uh, especially the way it just appears the very first time you see it. I really enjoyed that. I was like, that was actually the first bit in the early part of the movie that made my eyes my ears perk up a little bit. And just be like, oh, okay, we this is a big shift. What's happening here? This creepy witch mask kid. Um, but uh, uh, they both have red hair, right? And so I'm like, okay, immediately I'm thinking, well, this is may- like maybe an ancestor uh, or something. And I can't even pinpoint exactly when it was, uh, but I was about six steps ahead uh, on her being the relic. Uh, I was also... Uh, several steps ahead on like, cause I think it was there a moment in there where you thought that maybe she was like accidentally doing these things with like psychic powers, like a, like a fire starter kind of vibe. No, the whole time or- I figured there was something she was either on the side of the relic or she was the relic or something along those lines where the no, religious I- situation was. I- I'm sorry. Let me, let me be more clear. Uh, yeah. What I mean is like in those scenes, where like somebody's trying to attack her and then like the like the lady tries to stab her and ends up stabbing herself and then later on we oh. see that it's like an invisible version of her doing it uh mm-hmm. for a while i thought what was happening is she was like accidentally like psychic ma- because she was yes. the relic right there's something about that yep. power uh and it brings me to the question is like this is the part of the last bit that I, I think prevents me from from being a little bit higher on this movie is like, is the idea that those things were, like, was she doing all of those things somehow, like, across dimensions in that period of time while she was falling off the cliff to the rocks below? Or were those all just flashbacks of, and, like, I don't fully understand the mechanics of what was going on there. Like, are the because she's all covered in blood, like she is at the end of the movie when those things are happening. And I don't know, like, I could. Uh, what's your interpretation of it? Were those happening? Uh, like, like was she doing all of that in some sort of weird time thing while she was falling, or what? I don't get it. Listen, man. I don't think that time exists for the devil. <laughs> I think he works or she or they work uh, in their own mysterious way. I did not try to wrap my head around it because she was so chill doing those things too. And I think if I was suddenly like, oh shit, I'm a relic. Now I'm going back through time and I'm stabbing people. I think I would be a little freaked out, but she's just like, 
it is what it is. She was so chill about it. I'm like, man, that's how you know she's evil. Because she's just like, I'm here now. Your arm is broken. Have is a nice day. Though? Moving on. I'm glad you brought that up because that's mm. one part of the end of this that I, I actually I, I, I do appreciate. I thought was was well written. Um, like they're driving like the mother superior is in that car uh, towards the end before we come back around to her pointing the gun uh, at at Grace. Uh, and she says, like, she has that little moment there, her, her, uh, her Dr. Loomis and Halloween moment where she's like, uh, she's evil and she will do evil things. But as you mentioned, what, what's the evil that she was doing? She healed that lady's macular degeneration. Oh, that's incredibly evil. Like, is she bad or are these people just... In they're some sort of weird oppressive Christian pagan, like 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 repression cult sect thing, like like I I, I thought the ultimate idea there was that the Mother Superior and all of them were wrong. They were the bad guys. Yes, she's powerful, but she's not the devil, right? Is that not I don't what know. You took I think this? if she. She healed a random old lady's uh, macular degenerative disease disorder. I whatever that is called. Um, She healed that lady. But yet the one nun who had one eye, she just broke her arm. So isn't that evil? She's an optometrist with ophthalmologist with crazy good powers. And she didn't heal that nun singular eye. She just broke her arm. That's pretty evil shit, man. Whatever. That's how you gotta love, and you just gotta give <sighs> that nun both her eyes back and not break her arm. I tell you what, I did really love at the end of this movie <laughs> was Mother Superior just getting fucking macked by that van. Holy shit! That was a nice little sting at the end of what was otherwise, uh, again, a very uh, low energy, low paced movie. That sort of jumped out at me, and I laughed out loud. That was fucking. Uh, I enjoyed that a little bit. Yeah, that last half hour of the movie in the first hour would have been very helpful um, because those moments are so good at the end, but just not enough overall to make me happy with it. I I remember the last half hour so clearly, and the rest (laughs) is just like this gray, muddled Scottish mess. Um, Although, one thing this movie has going for it, I love Scottish accents. They are one of my favorites. So even though I didn't know what they were like actually talking about, I love listening to them say it. (laughs) Yeah, uh, Scottish accents are amazing. I love them. (sighs) Uh, I, uh, they couldn't save this movie though. It just is no. not possible. Um, again, uh, I, I, a lot of people have been very positive on it. You may enjoy it more than we did. Again, I, I hope I'm clear. I don't think it was for, I, I think it was wonderfully, like it's a beautiful movie It's well. It's well shot. I mean, Ireland, uh, Scotland, excuse Ireland. Holy shit. Uh, Scotland oh, no. just be- uh, beautifully photographed here. I thought it was a, a wonderfully uh, put together movie. Um, there are some moments here where it feels like they're almost using like an old school, like like early uh, cinema, like iris effect on the camera, right where it, it like fades to black, kind of in a circle around the image. They do some very interesting thing with shadows here that uh i i actually really enjoyed i i uh i in fact should probably 
look into specifically who uh, was the director of photography on this movie and see if there's anything else they've done. Uh, I thought, again, really well put together. Uh, it just, uh, this one was not for me. No. My uh, final comments on Consecration will be, if you like that half hour, check out Triangle. It's free <laughs> on Freebie. And it is it is so good. And Streaming it's just where? one of those that's like Freebie. So Prime. But so, oh, Freebie. Uh, free okay. with ads. Freebie. Yep. Gotcha. Um, so you can check that out. And uh, it's one, like I said, it has its flaws, but I love that story so much that I would give it a five on certain days. It's one that if a friend wants to watch a movie that's not too scary, but something they haven't seen before, I'll pop that one on because I'm like, this is going to blow your mind at certain points, even though it's flawed. Um, yeah. And it's a lot of the things that I did like about Consecration, but in a much more cohesive story. Yeah, and this movie, uh, uh, I, I you said something there that I, I think I agree with. Like, I, I think there's a better movie here, right? Like, I think the ideas here are good. You know what? What I actually thought while I was watching this, I would love to see if uh, those uh, incredibly, and I mean this in the most complimentary way, those just incredible weirdos who made Hellbender would like do something like. If they had made this movie, I wonder what that would have been like. Uh, I feel mm -hmm. like that could have been a very interesting uh, kind of energy. Okay, but what if Leatherface had made this movie? I don't know. We're just throwing a hypothetical <laughs> still. <laughs> I don't think Leatherface would be a good director or a writer or a direct uh, a head of photography or... <laughs> Now I'm just curious about hypotheticals. Let's just go crazy with it. Leatherface uh, so now makes movies. What kind of movie would he Before she gets make? too much weirder, guys, uh, <laughs> let's let's put a pin in this one. We're both clearly in sure. in weird moods. Uh, check us out on uh, on uh, social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at We Watch Shutter. We actually have TikTok content. Finally, Michelle has has uh, jumped in and started. Uh, doing some is it still just the one it's one video but then i wound up uploading tiktoks to my personal account <laughs> because they're not so somehow my attempt to make an active we watch shutter tiktok account has resulted in me having four of my own personal tiktok accounts and i know why that platform is addicting now because it is very easy to get likes on there it is so easy but apparently not when I post a video of my cat on the We Watch Shutter page. Only if I post a video of my cat on my personal page do we get likes. So now I'm I'm totally the the uh, China can have my data. Just keep giving me the sweet sweet like. I want <laughs> the like. The, I like give me the them like. Dopamine hits. <laughs> give me them hits one by one. Yeah, so somehow. <laughs> Somehow that backfired. However, um, what has grown is our Squelch files on our website oh, because Jesus. we are getting user submissions of Squelches now. And I've never been so happy in my life. Uh, Randall Black has sent me not one, but two different movies with Squelches in them. And the most recent one is the new uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, Quantumania movie. So I'm like, oh my God, a Marvel one? You're the best. So. Oh. Michelle, no, that, more that reminds me, uh, you just mentioning Marvel movies. There's going to be squelches all over Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I know, which means I have to watch it a second time, and I don't want to spoil it for anybody who has not seen Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Bring a box to... of tissues! <sighs> Holy shit! 
Yeah, I was not okay, and I almost had to leave the theater for the rough. first time in my life um, if you have because any, I, if you have I even a was not having a, a good soul, time. Even a fragment yeah. of a soul. That movie is rough. Ooh. I had a really hard time with also, Guardians of the Galaxy, but oofta. It also does have some uh, real uh, uh, James Gunn really diving into some of his uh, yep. his uh, uh, real body horror creep-tastic uh, early work. Yeah. Uh, some some real real gross stuff going on in that movie from time to time. I am looking forward to the squelches, and if you're new to the squelch trials. I have been compiling in a mm, slightly less than sane manner every subtitle out there that says squelching, squelches, or squelched, whether it's the dialogue or the sound effect at the bottom, because squelch is a great fucking word. And uh, so now I've got more than 500 of them up on our website. I have 100 more left on my list to collect because I am a crazy person. But if you come across a squelch in the wild, like if you're a friend Meredith who has started sending us squelches from newspaper articles, we would love to see them. I'm just compiling every squelch. Um, and when I am done with that, and I know for a fact that 100% of all squelch subtitles have been collected and and cataloged and put in their proper categories on our website under the squelch files our website is webotshutter.com you can click the squelch files to get to uh, my magnum opus um, and once I know that is done I'm moving on to the next subtitle which is scrunched which now that I'm finding all of these squelching subtitles sometimes instead of squelch they put scrunched and I'm upset about that but scrunched is another very good word and that's going to be the scrunch files part two um, this is my life now. I'm I am quitting everything else. Sorry, Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. We've had fun, but it's scrunching time. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you done? Scrunch. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly less than sane. Here's what I wonder, because uh, it, it, it and weirdly enough, it took until uh, what is this episode 106 for this fact to really hit me. Uh, how many times have regular listeners had to sit here and listen to us describe the Squelch Files to people who might be <laughs> listening for the first time this week? How many Somebody times have my friends like, had to listen? It. It's the fucking <laughs> Squelch Files. Knock it off. You don't have to say it every week. They'll go back and listen to the old episodes. <laughs> I have a lot of friends who are tired of me talking it. about squelches because I watch movies with my friends. Yeah, I have friends. What up? Uh, and <laughs> I am annoying because we watch the movies with subtitles because my friend Aaron requires subtitles. And every time there is a squelch, in the middle of our movie night, I make him pause it so I can write down the title, the timestamp, and the platform so that when I get home, I can properly screenshot it on my computer so it has the correct ratio that all the rest of them do because I refuse to take a picture of a TV with my phone. What is this? 1997? I may as well sketch it in a notepad and try to scan it and upload it into my computer, but I make him pause what we're doing so that I can write down the, the timestamps. I have started hating myself because if I'm trying to get into a movie and they dare to put a squelch in the, the subtitles, I'm like, God damn it, no, because now <laughs> it's work time. All because just shortly after we started this podcast, 
One time, I sent Michelle a picture of a completely black screen with nothing but a subtitle that said squelching and said, this is the greatest subtitle of all time. (laughs) Yep. So anyway, guys, uh, the, you can see the Squelch files on our website, wewatchshutter.com. We got all sorts of stuff up there. Uh, be sure to check that out. You can email us, mail at wewatchshutter.com. Uh, here's the thing that I keep meaning to specifically ask you guys to do, and then I forget, and I'm hoping maybe if I actually remember this time, some of you might do it. Uh, we're getting real good activity. We, uh, we're building up our listener base. We got more and more new listeners every week. We're getting regular listeners coming back every week. Uh, what we could really use right now, guys, is if those of you who are listening to us uh, and really appreciate us, wherever it is that you're listening to us, if you could leave a review and a rating for us just to let people know that you think you're, it's a good show and you're having a good time, that would really help us out quite a bit in pushing this thing a little bit more forward uh, and continuing to grow and uh, and expand our reach, and we would really appreciate that. And it's the thing you can do that's absolutely free uh, to uh, to help us out. But if you didn't like it, please be kind. We we are we are sensitive people. Yeah, maybe maybe <laughs> uh, adopt uh, a policy like uh, like it's just not really for me. Go ahead and tell me why it's not really for you. That's fine. Um, we actually uh, did listen to feedback from one of the reviews and got so much better because of it. Because true. they said we were too spoilery, and that's when we were like, "Oh, Shutter's way too spoily in their descriptions." You're a hundred percent correct. We will listen to your feedback. We are desperate to please you, listeners. Yeah, <laughs> let me please you. <laughs> Wait, don't don't isolate so, that audio. Uh, yeah, if you could do that, we would really appreciate it, guys. This has been a real weird episode. I promise it's not going to be like this forever. Uh, we'll come back around. I hope it's like this forever. What's next week's episode, Michelle? Oh, fuck. Uh, is that Influencer? I think so. Yes, yes. Influencer. Next Friday is last Friday. It is Influencer. Uh, what could that be about? probably an influencer it's about influencers i don't know anything about this except every movie in may was on my radar as one that i wanted to see so that's pretty cool and that gives you, me hope that they're hang all on hang good. hang on uh-huh you don't know anything about it at all mm-hmm. but it was on your radar as something yes. you wanted to see. I can explain very Make it make sense, Michelle. Make it make sense. Every every single movie that is ever mentioned in a bloody disgusting article, I add to my list to check out. Every single movie. And I have watched all of them that have been made available to me. All the So uh all of all, these were in a bloody the, disgusting article. Do, all mm-hmm. I have to do is mention the name of a movie and you mm-hmm. say, oh, well, I got to see that sometime. Yep. Because I figure if it's good enough to be written about on Bloody Disgusting, whether or, okay, let's not say good enough because they have said this movie is trash a couple of times and I've checked it out. Um, if it's uh, worth writing about on Bloody Disgusting, it is worth my eyes seeing it once. So every single movie that they have mentioned on Bloody Disgusting in the last like two years. I have added to my list and watched. 
I continue to unpack layers and layers of <laughs> Michelle that are just like, like I knew she watched a lot of movies and that she was kind of obsessive about looking for new movies. I didn't realize. I oh got my a system. God. I got uh, a system. So you got a system. <laughs> I got a system. I I have a crazy system. I'll show you my bookmarks at some point. Make sure I have you, a filing make system sure, of movies. Make sure you tag bloody disgusting in the promo tweet about this episode, <laughs> Michelle. You know who else you should tag? Rue Margu. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Grimace. Yeah. Oh, God. Everybody's okay. stopped listening by now, Michelle. We're, we're doing Influencer next week. Uh, shoot us a message on the social medias or the email if you want to. Drop a rating for us. We'd appreciate it. Anything else? Say goodnight, JD. Good night, JD.